0: The Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire with Tilly Storm is the only sex podcast for high achieving leaders wanting to experience the best sex and the epic relationships of their lives without dragging their partner to therapy, blaming in on their hormones, or trying things in the bedroom that don't feel authentic. I'm your host today, Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world. I hope you enjoy the episode. on to the multi-orgasmic millionaire podcast. Today, we have a guest, Jessica Valor. She's a divine channel, a spiritual teacher, a visionary healer, an intuitive astrologer, shamanic sound, alchemist, ceremonialist, best-selling author, and founder of the Healers Academy. She delivers her offerings and programs to thousands every year on the topics of conscious leadership, intuitive intelligence, energy medicine, and personal development. There's so much more I could say about her, but I just want to let you guys experience Jessica. She's an amazing human. She's been a part of uh, a summit that I had a couple months ago that some of you may already have had the um, opportunity and gift to have listened to her in the summit, but she's here on the podcast to share her amazing insights and intuitive gifts with the world.
1: Jessica, welcome to the
0: show. How are you, love?
1: I am beautiful. Thank you. Enjoying this gorgeous, sunny day and really so honored to be here with you and just holding all your work and your beautiful medicine and deep reverence. So thank you for your platform and sharing your wisdom with so many people. I'm really excited to be in conversation with you today
0: yeah me too yeah you definitely bring out the spiritual aspects way more than i do um obviously people who've listened to me on here for a while know that there's a lot to say about sexuality and spirituality um and you're definitely one of those people that gets it and that really Mm. understands the link between the two and how we can awaken to higher states of consciousness when we dive into pleasure and sexuality as a pathway to awakening which ironically is usually the last place people are looking to do that. So <laughs> I'm excited to hear and learn more about your story, to share your story um, with the world. I already know some, but I'm sure there'll be tidbits that I pick up uh, as you share as well. So please share with us about you and how you have come into this path of spirituality and awakening through you know, un- unblocking the blocks and obstacles to your own pleasure and sexuality.
1: Mm, Yeah. Thank you so much for that. And yeah, well, the path of awakening, you know, is, is to me every day, Um, you know, we wake up (laughs) and there's something to that living in the rhythm and the cycle with nature. And um, you know, we're always awakening to new layers and levels of our own energy, our own essence, our quintessence, our medicine, our sexual sacred energy, um, and that's really, you know, what we're doing in this life is this enjoying, you know, and allowing everything to unfold. Um, but we also have these macro awakenings, right? Um, and our timeline, um, there are life experiences. And for me, you know, there have been many chapters and seasons. And, um, you know, I was in survival mode for quite some time. I had a very abusive childhood that I barely survived. Um, And, you know, was homeless and started stripping at 19 and was a stripper for eight years. And, you know, that really gave me the opportunity to actually invest in myself and go to college and, you know, have a path that wasn't presented to me before, um, which was, you know, there are a lot of advantages to that experience. And there was a lot of, um, you know, negativity in that world. And it was really not for me like a choice like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a stripper. And I feel so empowered. It was actually a survival tool for me. And it was very difficult for me uh, for many years to dance. Um, But it also gifted me so much. Um, And it did help me unlock power within me. And at the time, honestly, I had no idea what that was. Right. Looking back, I'm very clear about what this tantric kundalini energy was within me, but I had no clue in my twenties. I just, you know, felt that rising and I used it um, to survive, to generate a life for myself, to manifest a life for myself. Um, and at that time, you know, people were really talking about manifestation and, you know, I was just like getting to the next mountain in life. Um, and my priorities were totally not sourcing from love right and and pleasure per se they were more sourcing from again like oh i'm supposed to live in this program and achieve this thing and be a successful woman and like these are the things that i have to do to do that and go to school and then become a real estate broker and then build a business and um you know, fast forward in my thirties and I was in a relationship for, um, seven years engaged to someone and ran his company and was working these 80 hour weeks and really selling my soul, um, to earn love. I was just operating out of wounds in this survival mode for so long. And, Um, was, you know, wanting to earn through productivity and earning a lot of money and, you know, winning at everything, perfectionism to its max, overachiever to the max, totally in my masculine energy, um, was making a fuck ton of money (laughs) and had a lot of really great things going on in my life, but my life, but I was miserable, right. And I was sick. Um, I had Lyme disease too. So I was dealing with that. And then everything kind of burned to the ground for me in 2011. Um, I had a near-death experience through a suicide um, experience. And when I found out that my best friend died, I planned my exit. And that's when really everything just completely changed for me. And, you know, it's a very unique experience um, to have a suicide experience and have a near-death experience at the same time. Um, and so with that I answered a calling to really step into my gifts that that were given to me in this ceremony during that near death experience to, to really follow my own path of Dharma and to start unlocking that true pleasure within that sacred energy and really connecting with that in a new way. But for me, everything burned to the ground, like you know, walked away from everything in my life at that point, the relationship, the work, the money, the house, all of it, and completely kind of just start over from, from zero, from scratch. Um, And a lot of it was really beautiful because I was receiving these gifts and I'm answering a soul calling and that's wonderful. And I love to be of service, but it was also like the darkest night of the soul for me, because all of these layers of conditioning were stripped away from me um and i literally felt like i was on fire and there's so many nights that i was on the floor like curled up in a ball crying myself <laughs> you know rocking myself like it was this deep deep purge um and you know there's a lot of things cosmically we won't get into that on the podcast today but like you know around that 2011 2012 time frame you know there's there was a great awakening that happened for a lot of people and that was just my experience through it and then you fast forward to today Um, you know, so many years later and I have really, you know, become fully embodied in that quintessence energy, my own sacred medicine, which is that kundalini energy that is accessing that pleasure and, and through using the right resources and tools and building a strong foundation, I'm able to maintain that vibration and really stay in that flow state. Or if I am pulled out of it, I can come right back to it and I've become very clear about non negotiables. I refuse to live in a way that is not pleasure filled. I will not do something. And I know you're big on this. Like, I will not do something if it doesn't feel good. And because why would we do that? It literally makes no sense. But I once lived in doing things that didn't feel good, on like that was the operating mode. Now, my operating mode is the complete opposite, which is the feminine and it is the flow and it is the feel good. It is the pleasure. And so I really live in this, you know, mantra, especially now we have Venus going in retrograde. There's this romanticizing of our souls right now. I live in a romantic way. Like even when I drink my water, it's like very pleasurable. Like um, when I work out, it feels, it feel, yeah, it's a hard workout, but it feels like orgasmic to me because it feels so fucking good in my body to run, to sweat, to move, to go to yoga when I'm doing sound ceremony. um, It just feels orgasmic. It's in my auric field. So there is, you know, a science to spirit, everyone, like there's a science to spirit. It's not separate. And you know, you talk about this a lot in your teachings is that somatic experience. And I feel like I live in that. Um, and if there's something that's not in alignment, I feel it immediately and I'm able to identify it and come back to myself because I live in that somatic experience. And when you arrive at this space, and you know, I say arrive loosely because we're always, you know, <laughs> literally never arriving, but when you when you come into this energetic frequency space and you you, you can feel it's a completely different world. And, you know, when we look at like manifestation, cause a lot of people ask me about that and they're wanting to create their dreams and all these things, all of those things just map them. So they iron themselves out right through this process of surrender. And I think too, like surrendering, isn't easy. It, it isn't easy, you know, but it doesn't have to be so painful. And I think that's one of the greatest lessons I've learned because I used to really thrive in like suffering and pain, um, like if I didn't go through things in a painful way, then it, then it wasn't really actually good, good for me or beneficial. And that's, that's a lot of spiritual bullshit too, right. Is on this, on this journey of healing. So yeah, I'm going to pause there and let you interject <laughs> is my life story. Yeah. Well,
0: it's so amazing to hear every single time I hear it, it just like, it doesn't get old. I just get touch points of different. I don't know transmissions from you. as you share your story in different ways, but one of the things that's always stuck out to me is that you're one of the very few, very tuned in tabbed in spiritual teachers that is just super grounded and embodied. And that mm. is very, very rare. And that's one thing that I love so much about you and by there's like this automatic trust and mm. like, I don't know when I'm around you, even on zoom, you know, it was just like, ah, I can trust this because you're so still here on earth, but you're operating in both worlds at the same time. And usually it's like spiritual teachers are just so, some of them are just unrelatable to me because they're just living in a different realm and it's not, it's not fully like, it doesn't feel quite real. Like what are they doing? You know, but you're, you're so grounded. Um, and bridging both of these worlds. So I would love to hear more about the spiritual aspects because you do have a program coming up, um, the healers Academy that I'm very fortunate and excited to help promote for you. Um, so I just want to hear more about like, what are the modalities and the tools and the practices that helped you in your own journey that you are now also teaching others to help them.
1: Mm, Yes. Well, thank you sister for your loving words. I really appreciate you. Uh, and yes, I really feel like all of our stories are transmissions. And when you look at the history of humanity, um, all our all our ancestors, and you know, it's all about storytelling that has has kept us alive. Quite frankly, and the archetypal journeys, and so it's very important. Um, just a reminder to everybody out there: your story is very important um it's important you know however you choose to share your story and connect to your story it's important to 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 talk about your your experiences and i think a lot of people can feel shame or insecurity around that it's like as a spiritual, you know, I went from stripper to spiritualist, right? People call it that. Well, I was a spiritualist when I was a stripper. Just because I was a stripper doesn't mean that I wasn't spiritual. I was spiritual. I've been clairvoyant and very spiritual since I was a little girl. Um, And a spiritual person, everybody's a fucking spiritual person because you're a spirit in a human body. It's not outside of you. And I love that you're talking about just being grounded and, you know, every, every teacher and every we're always a student, I'm always a student first. And I'm a teacher because I'm a student and, you know, every spiritual teacher, every teacher out there is like, you know, they're no teaching it wherever they are on the road. Uh, yes. One of my gifts is actually in the gene keys in my human design gene keys it is the gift of quintessence to simplicity. And so that's literally what I do is I can take all of these, um, things that might seem unrelatable to people and deliver it in a way that's like your language, right? Like, cause I I'm good at listening to how you hear, um, cause I am somatic. I listen with all aspects of my body and being, and we can all do that. We all have access to that. And what I like to really, you know, guide people and, and teach people how to access this love and wisdom in their own hearts, which is also connected to your sacral, you know, sexual energy. It's, um, there, you just have different ways of working with your energy. The love and the wisdom is in your sexual energy. It's all, you know, you, you have multiple aspects to your energy body. Um, so that's really what the healers Academy does is helps you understand that you're not separate from your, your physical body. Like you are your body. Your spirit isn't something separate. You ha- Yes, you have aspects. You're a multidimensional being and you have aspects as a multidimensional being you have many moving parts like I kind of think about if you look underneath the hood of a car there are a lot of things that run the engine right same thing with a human you have a mental body an emotional body a physical body an energetic body with a field and it has all chakras and it has meridians and it has nadis and it has a hara line and you have all your trillions of cells or probably infinite cells right and you have particles of energy and subatomic particles of energy we are the freaking universe right we are the stars our cells are literally made of the same material stars are made of and so when you start to kind of debunk the idea of like you know spirituality right you know science and spirit are the same thing and when you understand that you are a bridge you know you can say between heaven and earth or the universe or whatever your language or 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 connection um i like to say the divine but whatever you believe in is, is is whatever your path you're on is perfect for you It's all about what feels good. If it's a path that's generating more love in you, just not fear, right? If there's something that is a man-made construct that's generating more fear, like certain religions that may not resonate, then you want to shed out anything that's not helping you understand that you are a bridge between heaven and earth or the divine within you and the divine around you, you know, whatever kind of language works for you and really start to feel empowered in your own voice and your own truth. And also remembering that your voice is a transmission, right? So we're here to use our voices. Your voice creates quantum energy. (laughs) So when you speak, so how, and when you think, right, your thoughts come and you speak. So you want to make sure that you're being a channel that's in connection in a somatic experience with your higher self or your intelligent self, your divine intelligence, your higher consciousness, whatever language, but you want to understand that you are that bridge, and to be that bridge, to be embodied, to be in this space where you're fully accessing that sexual sacral energy, and you're in the state of pleasure. You have to. You have to clear the land. You have to build a foundation. And then you need to put the infrastructure in place and then you need to decorate the house, just like building an engine in a, in a vehicle. You've got to build an engine. It needs all the components to run smoothly. And then you're just putting gas in your car or you're decorating your house, right? And that's really kind of what's so important for people who are going through an awakening journey, especially in a macro awakening experience. And that's usually with a big life change, right? There's a breakup, someone dies, or you lose a job. And it's like something stops you in a macro experience. And I always like to say like, congratulations. you know, <laughs> like, Great, now what? And I know those things can be really painful, like my near-death experience was a suicide attempt, right? Or a suicide experience. And that was very, very painful for me. I was in a lot of emotional pain, but I'm so glad that I went through that experience because it literally gifted me everything that I have now. Um, and I'm able to really be of service and help so many people with the tools that I've learned. And that's where I put, I've just put everything I've learned along my journey in the Healers Academy. Literally everything I know, is in there so that people have resources. The one of the biggest issues in the world is that I see that people aren't resourced and then they get overwhelmed with information because there's too much stuff on on social media whether it's how to eat clean food, drink clean water, have a self-love practice, have, you know, a sexual practice, whatever it is, people get overwhelmed and it's like you need to be resourced in a way that's simplified so that you can really enjoy your life at the end of the day. It's all about enjoying yourself and, and love. It's all about love, love, right? Having
0: gone from your story of being a stripper to really awakening to your spiritual gifts and really having an experience with the Synod masters in that near-death experience, like what were some of the blocks to pleasure that you had to overcome to have like I mean, to me, when you say it, bridging heaven and earth, it's just very tantric. <laughs> it's very. Yeah, tantric. totally. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know that you have ever even worked with tantric teachers or anything, but it, it is, you know, it's like somehow you bought that transmission from something or from someone. So I'm just curious, like what were the. the yeah. You had to overcome to really be able to bridge these two pieces of yourself, spirituality and sexuality.
1: Well, I think there are two main things that are showing up for me with this question is one, I've always had um, a lot of sexual energy, even when I was a little kid, like I've just always, I've always felt it. I've always been connected to it. I've always been clairvoyant, um, and connected to that. So I feel like I've always had like a high level of intuition and somatic experiences. Now I had no idea what all of that manner was, um, until much later in life and I've never worked specifically like one-on-one with a tantric teacher. Have I studied tantra here and there? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know, like bits and pieces, um, and working with breath. And, um, but like, for me, like orgasms have never been an issue, right? Like I've always been like multi-orgasmic, literally <laughs> always had lots of orgasms. Um, lots of pleasure self with partner. Like I've just never really had any issues with that, which is interesting because I was raped when I was 13. I was raped again when I was 15. Um, I've been through a lot of narcissistic relationships, like three major narcissistic relationships. And even one of them held me a hostage and, uh, attacked me on an Island. And that was about six, six, six and a half years ago now. Um, And I was actually, I've been mostly single that whole time because for me, and this comes into like the second part, I had done a lot of inner work already when that happened. And I want to be clear about that with people. Like when you do the inner work and you're on a journey, we're still living life and there are still things that show up. But for me, even though I was on this path, there was a part of me that needed to die. That was still not living in full alignment with my truth because I was in a relationship with someone who was manipulating me, and I was participating in that. Now, there's a lot of depth to that experience and that relationship. But just to kind of keep it simple, in that I was able to really rebirth myself as a new seed of light, And the way I was able to do that was because I already had a lot of foundational healing work done, which was doing my core wound timeline um, healing process, which is something I created when I was writing my book. That's my memoir book. That's not even in the world yet, but I was writing it back then. And when you write a book about your life, I had a, a book coach, a book editor and coach you write, she suggested I just write a timeline of experiences in my life. Well, what I ended up noticing, and I had gone to 12 years of therapy, you guys, like I'd had healers, I was a healer, like I've done a lot of work. So naturally, I created this intuitive process where I went and and I went over every experience that I had in my life and I journeyed back and I discovered on my own this core wound that was repeating itself as a pattern throughout my life and in relationships. And then I created with the divine a meditation journey to go back and reclaim my power from all of those experiences and to flood the experience with pure love and offer this forgiveness. And this is, you know, a process, you guys. So like there are steps to this um, so that you're not re-traumatizing yourself. You're absolutely clearing all of the energies. And that's where we get into the science of spirit and the psychology of it is one of the things that's missing in traditional therapy is we still have to recycle the energy. All energy cannot be created or destroyed. It must be transformed, right? This is Albert Einstein. And so we want to alchemize the energy and you have the power to alchemize any energy. So there were really these two things that helped me um, kind of bridge the gap, if you will, to step into more of a fully embodied space. Now also say for those six years, I'm, I'm dating someone now for a few months, but, and I've gone on like, you know, maybe 12 people I've gone on dates with in six years. Right. But I would single and pretty much celibate for those six years. And what I did was this is, you know, very deep inner work <laughs> to do this, but I chose to, I wanted nothing more in the world than to have a divine partner. That was my biggest desire. And so I surrendered my desire and I worked with God, source consciousness, the universe to be my husband, to be my brother, to be my father, to be my, to be every archetype where I was needing nourishment. And I developed that relationship somatically with myself, with pleasure, with God consciousness. Now that's everything from how I sit my tea. This isn't just in the bedroom, right? This is like the way the light comes in in the morning and hits the floor and dances by my desk. I stop and I feel that. I feel that. And I'm so I'm fully present to like all of the beautiful things that are happening within me and all around me all the time. And that's fucking amazing, you know? And then I just feel or I feel orgasmic all of the time. 90% of the time. Right. And there are moments where we don't, but most of the time I feel orgasmic and it's not like, Oh, I'm about to come I'm orgasmic. It's just like, I just feel that beautiful energy moving through me all the time. And everything just feels juicy and romantic. And oh, I just feels so good. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I love that, that you were able to take, you know, it seems like you obviously came here with a connection to your jing chi your sexual energy as that now to say um and somehow it didn't like get completely distorted and pushed under and repressed uh in your unconscious mind even after two rapes and you know everything else you've been through which is a fucking miracle because i mean after speaking to over 800 women in my 6 years of being a sex coach like that's definitely not the the typical story. Uh, usually it yeah. just gets and then it shows up as lack of sexual desire, not being interested in sex at all or not being able to have an orgasm. So clearly that was like not the case for you. And to, you know, it just shows me that you were put here with that imprint. And like, even even though these things could happen, this was still a part of like, your your transmission is like no this is divine energy that our sexuality is pure it's it it is the thing that connects us to the divine and that's not typical like that's yeah so that's really incredible thank you for sharing yeah
1: thank you for witnessing that because i just like feel like i i didn't ever really realize that until this moment and it's like it's like this force within me is so much i can't suppress that like it's not i can't why would i but i literally cannot. And now I will say to experiencing a lot of traumas, macro traumas like rape and, um you know, I'm not speaking lightly of that. Like I did go to therapy, you know, and I did get help and I did work through those, those things. And I, there is a, a part of me that didn't feel safe in my body. Or if I was going to be with a partner, there is a level of safety and nourishment i need establish for me to open my body to a partner and honestly even without trauma you know there needs to be you know that that connection so and that that's a lot of the work you're doing right and helping people access that and and create those containers with their partners and um so yeah so just to be clear like there was a lot of healing that that happened but yeah i was never able to like it's just that energy that moves to me and i'm still learning how to work with that energy how to move that energy and personally my i do a lot of that with sound and breath work and movement um you know and and starting to active, activate my vote my voice even more and start to sing even more with that energy so it's interesting because i feel like wherever you are in your life it will continue to work with that energy in a way that's going to be fun for you. It's like, oh, what am I doing this summer and this season and this chapter? And um, you know, that's just where I am right now. Like, it took me through astrology, which I never thought I would experience, but it it did, and it unlocked even more codes. And you know, we're just always learning. We're always learning and and evolving. And I think that's just really fun. Um, and and I think also it's really important to understand. That no matter what, where we get or what we learn, we know nothing at all and we're going to continue. And so why not let that be like fun? Like when you were a little kid, didn't you just say, oh, this is, I'm learning this thing just because it's fun. I'm just painting this picture because it's fun. It doesn't need to have like a agenda or an outcome, you know? And um, I'm not saying sometimes you can't, you know, um, have a, you know, I'm not really big into goals, but like an intention you set, like something you want to experience, but it's more about experience than achieving. And, you know, that's, you know, so much what your amazing summit was about was just like this feminine power and and what we're doing in leadership with that. So,
0: yeah, awesome. Well, I would love to hear more about the Healers Academy. So can you tell us some of the details and what you're going to be doing in that?
1: Yeah, so there are, um, alchemy classes. And in the first class, we really, well, I will say this, we are going on a nine month journey, which is, um, different because, you know, I started this in 2015, 2016, and it's, it's metamorphosized where, you know, I taught it live, um, in a different, uh, format and then it was evergreen. And then now I'm teaching it live again, um, so, you know, it's really exciting, um, cause I haven't taught it live in a couple of years. And so we're going in a really deep devotion for nine months and it is a certification, uh, program as well for conscious based practitioners, whether you're a coach, a therapist, or a healer. Um, but you don't have to be a conscious based practitioner. I have a lot of conscious parents in the, um, space, people who are spiritual seekers who want to really be embodied and they want to have the resources and the tools. So. It is kind of designed for you to learn in a way that you're integrating it for yourself first. Um, and you're I teach in a way that's also not my teachings. These are alchemy teachings. So then you take the teachings and you integrate them into your life or your service. Um, through your own voice, your own approach, or other things you know, um, so that you can really have that medicine come forward through your own frequency. I think that's really important. I like to translate that into something really simple. When you went to, you know, had your third grade art teacher, and they they taught you art, right? And that's kind of what I feel like I do. Um, just you know, we're adulting, we're adulting through it now. Uh, but you're going to create your own, you know, version of what this healing and um, ascension means for you. Uh, But there are many alchemy classes. There's 11 main ones. There are bonus classes. Tilly is teaching. She's a guest teacher and her workshop is in uh, the Healers Academy now. That's new. I've never had guest teachers. I'm super honored and excited to bring Tilly in. And I have a couple other people um, coming and that's not even on the website. It's like extra bonus. I haven't even had time to add that in. Um, And then everyone that joins the Healers Academy, I really believe in the intimacy. So um, everyone gets a one-on-one ascended healing session with me. So I know where you are in the beginning of your journey um, and you receive that really special uh, transmission that's meant for you to start that journey and kick it off. And then I also, you know, in the Healers Academy classes, and I can go over them if you want, but Um, I also have um, some bonus workshops where I'm teaching introduction to sound and introduction to um, really how to read your birth chart just for your planetary placement. So like, what does that mean for you when you hear like your Mars is an Aries? So what does that mean? I think it's important to have these resources because you better understand how you operate Uh, But I start you just like everything we already said about foundation and the hood of the car and building the house. That's what I do in the Healers Academy. We start off with like your spiritual awakening timeline, your core wound timeline. And then we go through the journey of how you're connecting with your higher self. I'm giving you a plethora of resources and tools that are alchemy processes to manage your energy. How do you protect your energy? How do you have energetic hygiene? How do you manage your energy, mind, body, and spirit, all aspects of your being, Um, Then I teach you, you know, how to access your Akashic records, how to communicate and build a relationship with archangels and ascended masters, um, how to clear and heal your feminine and your masculine lineages, um, how to clear your past lives. We're really getting into all the little um, nooks and crannies of, of the different aspects of your experiences. And then in class six, I really bring it all together for you. And it's more science spirit there where I'm teaching you. And there's even um, diagrams of like the physical body and all the energy aspects of of the energy body, all the aspects of the energy body um, from chakras, meridians, nadis, you know. And so I give you the language and the understanding of how to move energy how to work with ascended healing energy, and how to move it into all the parts of the physical body or the energetic body and the emotional body. I also teach emotional intelligence and the different cycles and processes and how to actually process emotions in a way um, that's pretty much substantial and in the moment and very powerful. It's alchemizing emotions in the moment, how to honor those emotions, how to feel them, and how to the process and and move forward because people are really, I mean, everyone should be taught emotional intelligence (laughs) and somatic experience, right? In school, honestly. Um, So yeah, and there's, there's more there's So I give, I'm a giver, you know, if you can't tell I'm full of love and I give so much. So there's quite a bit in there, Uh, but I teach it in a way that it's simplified. It's not overwhelming. And I really hold your hand through the nine month journey. And we have live calls every month. So we have a two hour training call every month. And then we have an ascended healing every month. And then you have access to all of my new and full moon sound ceremonies for nine months. You can join them live or the replay. um, So you can start to tune into working with rhythms and cycles of the moon as well. And yeah, it's just so much juicy stuff. Wow.
0: Yes. It's exciting. Just hearing about it. Amazing. All right, love. Well, where can people go to find out about the healers Academy? And yeah, like, when does it
1: start? Yeah. Well, I think you have a special link because you're an affiliate. So you'll want to share that with everyone. Um, and it's the AscendedHealersAcademy.com, but make sure that you guys use Tilly's link. Um, or if you come through that, make sure you tell me you're coming with through Tilly. (laughs) I can make sure I'm supporting her as an affiliate. Um, and we are in tier one until I got to look it up, um, August 7th. So if you sign up in first tier, um, which is by August 7th, then you're going to, there's a special pricing. So you're going to save some money there. And there's a pay in full bonus where you actually get a curated spiritual care package that I create for you after you have your one-on-one session with me. So I kind of know where you are. So I know what you'll love. Um, And then after August 7th, then we're in second tier registration, which runs uh, registration closes September 15th. So it's best to sign up before August 7th. You'll save some money. Um, And I also offer 15 minute calls with anyone who wants to join, but has questions about joining. Is this right for me? Is it the right timing for me? I really only want people Um, to start this journey if it's aligned for them. So I do offer those calls uh, for free for people to connect with me and just, you know, look at the Healers Academy, answer any questions they might have about joining. Amazing. Yay.
0: So generous and such an incredible program you put together. I've looked over everything and yeah, it looks
1: absolutely incredible. So thank Thank you. you. Thank you for being a guest teacher.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Yes. That's the Surrender to Receive workshop. So yeah
1: so important for everyone. I watched you guys. It's so good. It's so good. Thank you, love. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here, Jessica.
1: Thank you for having me. Such an honor.
0: All right. Bye-bye.